Blog Talk Radio. Happy to welcome you back, and if you're new here, hello, welcome, looking forward to getting to know you. Here at Mama's Pearls, we like to say that we take the most beautiful pieces of life and string them together. We like to take the generational wisdom that we've learned from our our ancestors and family, as well as the many, many, many wise and wiser folks who have walked this earth before us, and take a look at that repurpose it for our modern lives and pass it down. Um, Mama's Pearls is a family brand. We basically consist of a the Mama's Pearls blog, which I post usually on Tuesdays, the radio show, which you're listening to now, and M's Gems, which is a blog posting by my very best friend, Melissa Goldberg, who she likes to take the more practical side of the spiritual stuff that the Mama's Pearls blog and, that we talk about here and make it uh, very adaptable for you to take away and out into your world. So lots of happening, lots of stuff happening here. It's been um, a very exciting week, a very exciting weekend, and you know, Mama's Pearls is, is working on extending its family, and we are going to be featured um, on the Modern Mom website, which I think I told you back when Silent Treatment was posted that um, that Modern Mom had po- also posted that article on their front page of their website, and now they're going to be featuring Mama's Pearls regularly. So I'm very excited about that, and please support Mama's Pearls by visiting Modern Mom probably in the next one or two weeks when I can still do all um all the back channel stuff and dot the dot the I's and cross the T's and all that kind of fun stuff. But but I'm really excited about it. And um it's just nice to know that, that we are getting out there in a in a bigger way. Um and I do love hearing from you as on your comments to our blogs and on on, on Facebook and by email, we generally start our week's conversation on Facebook. Well, I'll, I'll start talking about and brainstorming the theme out loud, and basically all I'm doing, <laughs> I feel like all the time, is brainstorming and talking out loud. So it's nice to have it reciprocated with receiving your comments. And I also want to hear what um, what questions you have. I mean, we're we're now into summer. And, you know, I really feel like it's important to to keep it light. I mean, you know, I, I don't keep everything, I'm not one for fluff that I do like to dive in, but I do like to keep things light over the summer. So we want to tackle some some summertime um, topics, starting with today's show that we're going to be going to be diving into in a minute um, in is summer breeze, but we're going to be talking about like some in future shows this summer about different activities you can do with your family to to pass the summertime, um, your favorite summer pastimes, as well as summer recipes. I, I've been I've been like dying to to finally get into and do a substantive food show. I mean we talk about food a lot, um, but to really get in and do some light summer recipes and how to keep um, your your dinner table and lunch lunch menu nice and light and fresh. So I'd love to hear from you about anything that you're thinking of and would like to feature on the show. And if you wanted to be a guest on the show, um, obviously you can call into the show at any time while we're recording live. The call-in number is 347-327-9450. Do not be shy. I don't bite. Um, and, you know, and we're just continuing to build it up into my into our little family, extended family here. So, Talking about my family, I always do, but last week I introduced you someone to someone who I've just it was like love at first sight with her. I just I just love her and she is such a shining light in this world. Her name is Masha and Bender and she has been she's we've had similar pathways. I mean we we 
when we met, we immediately talked about how we grew up and um, how both our, our moms were into the spiritual practices, and basically spirituality was a common language that was in our household all the time, and that's how we grew up. And um, it's, it's kind of unusual and few and far between where I meet people like that, and I'm meeting more now as I'm older and out there and really more, you know, my niche and in as a lawyer is in spiritual entertainment, so I am meeting these types of these types of people. But growing up, they were few and far between, and I would talk and it would just be, you know, I would just feel like I'm talking and I had three heads. But um, but Masha definitely speaks our language and the work that she does in this world. You know, I I call her and she's basically going out and branding herself as the spiritual makeover artist. And her website is um, www dot spiritual makeoverartist.com and she's been working with Gabrielle Bernstein who's basically the next generation of life coaches out there um, and and her work with on herfuture.com and what she, what Masha specifically does is she's so well versed in the whole spiritual arena that she can really almost instantaneously when she's talking to you, get an assessment of where you're at spiritually and where you need to go and what you need to do to grow. And I call her the spiritual makeup artist because um, it's basically like she has all the tools of the trade as far as meditations or um, different spiritual practices that you'll be able to, to create your own <laughs> your own makeup sheet, like when you go to the department store or like any makeup counter and they give you like that, that makeup guide where it's just like the face and it's like, you know, you have the, the, the blush color and the lip color and then this, like that's what she does for you but in a spiritual manner. And um, I was very happy that she did take us through a guided meditation towards the end of the show so if you missed last week's show, last week was the labyrinth, the inner timeout, and obviously our pearl of the week was winding inward, taking those steps in our lives which wind wind us wind us to our center, and we can chart many paths to that. So be sure to catch last week's show with, with Mosh, and, um, as well as last week's M's Gems, which I absolutely loved. So now... Switching, switching a little bit of gears to where we're, we're focusing in, but still stringing along and taking our next, our next little pearl that we're that we're putting on our beautiful necklace that we've been creating here at Mama's Pearls. You know, I just kept going into the summer months, and I didn't want to, I didn't want to keep pushing it. And in one of the gems last week, which kind of I really wanted to highlight because my friend, my friend Melissa talks about it all the time, is don't force it. And I do see Melissa's on the line, so I'm just going to chime her, chime her in. And Melissa, you can chime in whenever you want. But, um, but basically, Melissa's always says to me whenever I'm like, you know, brain, when we're having our weekly quote brainwashing sessions about what we're going to be focusing on for the for the upcoming week and you know or if I'm writing a writing a blog and I'm getting writer's block or something's happening and I can't figure it out and I know we all have that and every time I call Melissa or bring it to Melissa you know she'll always be like don't force it and I think that's so true and I really wanted to take that um, to take her gem and really focus on that this summer, um, this week in Summer's Breeze, because I really, you know, I just think instinctually and naturally in the summertime, like the summer is the time where we're, we're not supposed to force it at all, that we are supposed to, to go with the flow, that we are supposed to um, honor this other side of ourselves that wants to wind down, that wants to jump in the pool, that wants to do something something different, especially on the really, really hot summer days, where where it just seems like there's absolutely no relief in sight. And you might be hearing some sirens in the background. I'm I'm actually broadcasting Mama's Pearls from Times Square today. So um we are live and you know this is the backdrop. So welcome to New York people. Um but you know but but capturing <laughs> capturing the sights and sounds of summer, usually when I'm I'm back in the burbs, it's not sirens, it's cicadas and it's crickets and it's and it's just it's just like that that sound you can almost hear like the sound of the heat on a really hot day when you first walk outside um and the birds chirping and the bees buzzing and then the the butterflies and all those natural 
natural elements that that come out when the tides turn into summer and for me it's just like you know when you're standing in that that hot air you basically want to find ways to keep it light and we we're constantly shedding ourselves and our special guest this week um is Daniela Boonstra who writes a blog she contributes basically to two blogs one of them is called nourish thyself and the other one is live well life which live live well live wealth <laughs> <laughs> which is a little bit of a tongue twister. Um, but she can be found at com, And her real gift is working with, with people as a life coach, so it's kind of tying in, in, in a perfect segue from from Masha's work and really working from the ground up. She mainly works in women's groups um, to really get people – engaged into their into their being and waking them up if they've been unconscious or have blocks in any areas areas of their lives and i just felt like it was it was a perfect tie in with melissa's m's gems to not forcing it and the this the pearl of this week is easy peasy so when we're stepping into the flow and when we call on people when we enter a group to to help us figure out like what is our natural state of flow and how how do we maintain that throughout the hustle and bustle and do we get caught up and do we get still fixed in the summer when it just seems like everything's supposed to just kind of kind of fall off do we still maintain a semblance of schedule or do we just go with the flow so i'm very happy to introduce the mama's pearls listeners and community to daniela daniela are you with us i am hello hello and welcome and melissa are you on the line too i am on the line and if you hear background i'm in good old queens so another borough represented <laughs> And and the funny part about that is that we have we have New York covered, but Daniela's got Canada covered for us. Yeah, the whole country. Yeah. The whole country of Canada <laughs> is represented today on Mama's Brawls. So, so welcome, ladies. Welcome, welcome, Daniela. Thank you. Really excited to to get to know you better, and to really have you on and help help guide us through um, to a little bit about your process and your background and coming to this point where you wanted to help others kind of get into their flow. Yeah, um, it started for me, I guess, uh, about a year and a half ago, and I just realized that I was doing, you know, what I thought I should be doing. I was working full-time at a, it was a good job, I was a research assistant um, working uh, at a hospital in, in cardiac research, and, um, you know, um, I, my daughter was in daycare, and um, I just felt very stretched, and I just, I just wasn't happy. And uh, about a year and a half ago, I, um, I watched The Secret, and, um, you know, it was just a, it was a really good starting off point for me because it made me realize that I didn't have to live this way, you know, that anything was possible and that it was most important for me to find out what my passion was and and to pursue that and so um i ended up quitting my job and uh staying home with my kids which was you know a huge blow to our family income but um you know we're still we're still making it work and and it's you know it's a lot better now um but that led me to to try and help others pursue their passions because that ended up what you know that that is mine um is to help others find what lights them up and um so i recently started a couple women's groups as you as you said and and that's what we do for each other is is support one another in um you know living our best lives and and kind of getting to know that inner guidance voice as opposed to the ego and uh and just doing what we feel is best and and checking in with again with that inner guide and and really feeling um, feeling through our lives instead of just going through our lives. So um, that's kind of that's where I'm at now, and that's what my that's what my passion is. So right, yeah. and and both your blogs are really about taking different aspects um, of our lives and kind of what what holds us back. 
mm-hmm. and pushing forward. And I and I'm just waiting for Lori Fields to to call back into the show because you touched on like her favorite topic, which um <laughs> which she was on on last week that I got to introduce everybody to. She called in when I was talking with Masha, and she's mm-hmm. all about like women's empowerment. But I really do feel that that women and mothers especially are the cornerstone to keeping their family unit and everybody around them in flow. Like that's just that's just our nature is to nurture and hold space for other people. And when we're out of sorts it just seems like everything else falls falls out of place in our in our homes. I agree. I think, you know, mothers set the tone. And so, you know, that's the one of the, that's why I'm so passionate about this is because, you know, when we can empower women to to tap into their own happiness their own their own um you know their own sense of being then we can that that affects so many other things and so many other people um so uh yeah i think it's 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 the most important work to do right now and right. especially for our kids especially for our kids because well, I, um, see, I see it like we just um like in order for us to tap into our own happiness and our own strength in our core and get into the space where we can truly honor the law of attraction, which is the secret behind the secret, but the real secret behind the secret, which I just want to say now because um, we we were one of the first to distribute it out from from the spiritual cinema circle, was um, was their marketing. <laughs> like, oh, absolutely! That was like that was brilliant to to the the secret to success, and a lot of people don't remember, but it started as um, it started as a, f- a four minute like teaser trailer that went out like, ooh, what's the secret? And that went viral to millions of people, and that you know that that was the the upstart to the secret success. I mean, and it certainly helped that um, that Rhonda Vine is her background was actually in marketing. So you know that that was like the secret to the behind the secret. And anybody out there who's doing any sort of business or any sort of product pushing, you need marketing and publicity. But anyway, <laughs> the same way that that us women and mothers need our own marketing and publicity and network and inner networks like i find that the that like the one of the main blocks of tapping into our own happiness is this constant push pull that we have um one one of one of the you know one of the things is is you know can i have it all fighting like societal structures and also going through the process that you went through of saying well I'm supposed to be working and contributing, also contributing in income, and and societal norms say that the way that you do this is to get a nine-to-five job and and go on that pattern. Um, But being able to break from that cycle and fall more into your natural rhythm, that takes a lot of bravery and a lot of guts, and a lot of people, especially women, don't feel like they can make that jump. Or if they do Mm -hmm. make that jump, they feel like they're, there, they feel guilty, or that, yeah. or they feel like a failure. Exactly, and you know, I I, I constantly get asked, "What do you do?" <laughs> and right. I mean, I do a lot of things, so it's it's kind of it's kind of hard to explain it, you know, like at a at a cocktail party kind of a thing. But um, uh, you know, what I try and tell people is that uh, I I do what I love, you know, and, and does anything else really matter? I mean. Um, how many people can can say that? But of course, you know, the other thing that they want to know is, well, how much money does that make? <laughs> right. So, and I mean that that all comes with that all comes with time, and and I think you know our lives have not changed that much. Like our day to day lives have not changed, um, you know, financially in a year. And I mean, you know, I was making good money, and all of a sudden that was gone in one fell swoop, and yet you know, we made it work and we continue to make it work and it just gets better and better. So I think, you know, it requires a lot of faith. But, you know, I, I can't remember where I heard this before, but um, Albert Einstein said, you know, the, the the most important question that we need to ask ourselves is, is this a friendly universe? And if we think it is, then you have to know that you're supported, you know, and as long as you're following your truth and your passion, you you will be supported. But it does it does take faith and it does take uh, some courage. So, yeah, and it takes courage to basically one to do what other people are thinking and wishing. You know, that's probably the ultimate is to take is to take the actual action. Um, 
you know, one of the reasons why I want I started Mama's Pearls in the first place was one to to get a lot of things off my chest, but also to to create the support system for other people who may not be able to talk to their moms or their dads or people around them about what what they're thinking and feeling, but have nowhere to go. And right. you know, that's one of the things that I see that we that we do for each other and keeping each other in their own flow is to be able to help them process and address and get through things that are keeping them stuck. Um, you know, I know, though, like when I'm talking <laughs> to Melissa, like, you know, Melissa and I have a very interesting dynamic in that we are each other's like yin and the yang. And we hung out this weekend and Melissa was saying that, and Melissa, you could you could fill in the part about, about your husband, about how he was saying it's really interesting to watch us in action because we are so very different but we're so tuned into each other like i know when melissa's talking to me and going through problems that she has she's trying to figure out from like the structured sense um you know does this work does this fit into my family schedule but you know how do i break that down where i don't operate in that way so when she comes to me and i give her you know kind of like the feeling or the concept or or you know address her in that sense it makes sense to her, but then she has to figure out how to break it down. Sure. So even just being there as that support, and I'm usually on the flip side where I'm, like, dealing with feelings and I'm dealing with concepts and, and this kind of thing, and Melissa will kind of be like, well, this is this is what you have to do to break it down, one, two, three, and hearing that practicality switches my feelings. Hmm. Yeah, that's Melissa, wonderful that you guys yeah, have that for each other. Melissa, do you agree though, as as far as like that that's our that's our our ping pong volley? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I think you know I'm blessed to have someone who looks at it from you know looks at life or looks at problems and says, well, you know, from a more spiritual perspective, and then on the vice versa, me where I'm like, all right, that's great, but let's see how we can do this in an organized <laughs> in an organized fashion. Um, so it, it, we're definitely complementary, and I think now maybe just through our writings, and then if you read the blog, you know, if you read through the blog and you see your writing and the mine, you see the same messages, but just put in a different perspective. And now my husband starts to like, I guess, watch us in action, yeah. um, and he sees that it's an amazing um, complementary uh, friendship. So. Um, so we knew that all along, so we've been saying this for years, but no one's listening to us. Yeah. Now we're listening. Now we actually have an audience. Yeah. <laughs> but I see, I see this like very complimentary though to the work that that Danielle's doing with her her women's groups in terms of like, you know, each person shows up in whatever whatever place that they're coming from, and looks to how they can, you know provide that support or to provide that extra opinion to another woman or to who, or another man or whoever else, a child, a teacher, to help work through those, those blocks. And, you know, when I was really thinking about this week in the summertime, you know, it is a time to kind of go, go with the flow and go with the breeze and not, um, and like, just not stay stuck. You know, a lot of things would, would hold me up. I mean, like, you know, yesterday was a perfect example for me where I know I had a million things to do. I needed to post a blog. I needed to get Daniela the outline for the show. I needed to drop off my kids. I needed to run some errands, hit the bank, do some uh, do some of my legal work for my other clients. And, like, I had this endless to-do list. And I charted out, okay, I have my list. I'm going to take it, take it step by step. And then, like, I would get a phone call, and that was five minutes. And then I ran into people when I was dropping off my daughter. And then I ran into like more people and and you know a lot of times we'll just kind of like rush and harry through those situations just to be like okay i gotta go but yesterday i was just like you know staying in the flow and being like okay this person's coming to me kind of law of attraction what you know what is it that they you know that they we need to process out and i let every conversation that i was having yesterday kind of run its natural course where i wasn't rushing anything and you know 
minute by minute, hour by hour, the the day got is that from Canada? The dog barking from Canada, <laughs> the no, Canadian no, no, no. dog on the show, <laughs> and um, and you know, bit by bit, everything got done. I mean, not everything, but almost everything that I needed to get done. And when I was thinking about you know, the usual course of my day when I have something like that, like I usually feel like I'm being shot out of cannon, like constantly. And my husband always says that, like when we're going off to, especially like a, like a birthday party or spending a day somewhere with the kids, it's like, why do I always feel like I'm being shot out of a cannon? Like nothing's ever... <laughs> Nothing ever seems easy, especially like rounding up the kids, packing their bags, making sure we have the birthday presents and directions and all this kind of stuff. And like I always say, it takes, you know, getting getting ready is one thing and getting out the door is a whole other process. But on the days where I do take a step back and just go step by step, okay, my son needs to needs to do his thing, my daughter needs to do his, you know, hers, and my, my husband needs to get his act together. You know, those are the days where it's 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 much calmer, and we kind of get into the car whenever we get into the car. We arrive whenever we arrive, and I love the um, the quote from Gandalf the Grey in the Lord of the Rings, where he's where basically the the little hobbit's telling him that he's late, and he says, you know, a wizard pre- arrives precisely when he means to. And to me, I love that, and I use that, like, all the time now. Like, I'm never actually late. I'm right on time, even though the party may have started an hour, an hour and a half ago. But I think we work so hard to kind of keep on um, on an external schedule that we really, like, miss the lapses in our internal process. And we we oftentimes, like, to skip over, like, important parts of our own development because of this external schedule. And you can't even see what's important, you know, because you're so focused on your own schedule that y- you often miss things that, that you know, could could help you. And um, I actually came up with um, some just some steps to sort of, uh, for anyone who has trouble, um, you know, going with the flow and, and being easy like the summer breeze, like you were saying, um, to just be mindful of. So I can share them with you now if you like. Absolutely. Okay, so um, the first one I came up with is intend. And so what I mean by that is to set your intention the night before, to have a day where you are just going with the flow, and to write down or envision, you know, what that looks like for you and how that makes you feel. And then uh, the second step that I had is um, to breathe and just to remember to breathe. So when you wake up that in the morning, you know, take a few mindful breaths and just make a mental note to remind yourself to come back to your breath frequently throughout the day because, uh, you know, when you're focusing on your breath, the in and the out, you can't really think about anything else. So, you know, I know it's a good meditation trick as well, but it's something that you can always come back to throughout the day. Right. And... The third step that I had is to feel and just that as you as you move through your day to sense where you're feeling pulled, you know, like your phone's ringing but you have to answer it. If you, you know, if you feel pulled to do so then then do that. And, and just when things come up to to listen to what your gut is telling you because uh, it's often different than what you had planned, but you know, mm-hmm. it's it, this is part of the process. And uh the last step is just to allow to let go and, and go where the current wants to carry you and allow it to happen through you but not to you because, you know, there is a difference. And just to know that you, you have enough time and that everything will get done when, you know, it, it may not be exactly according to your plan, but uh, everything will get done. And, and, uh, and you know, there, there is such a thing as a natural time and natural rhythm and that when we tap into that, I think that's when we're happiest. That's when we're most calm and, and peaceful. So, yeah, I love those. I love those. And I think those are actually very, very practical steps and, like, perfect for both Melissa and I <laughs> and easy to follow. I mean, I think, um, you know, the the intention is, is so key. And just even um, I started doing this with my son and just getting him ready in the morning because he's, he's starting to get very particular in terms of, what outfit he wears and what not, and usually it's, it's either he wants his Iron Man or his Buzz Lightyear shirt or his Yankee shirt, and if they're in the laundry, I have a problem. But last night, because yesterday morning he was screaming for his, his Iron Man shirt, and it was in the, in the laundry, 
So when it came, I did the laundry yesterday, and when I put it away, and he came home from school, and we were getting ready to go to bed, I said, you know, Colby, what what do you want to wear tomorrow? And of course, he selected his Iron Man shirt, so I took it out, put it aside, and this morning it was much easier as far as even just a simple intent like that, which is part of your your natural routine anyway. It kind of it kind of eliminated the the, the morning battle that we have in, in just in terms of what he's going to wear. The breathing thing is is something that I always do because I know that like when I'm you know when you're in when you're running, that's the hardest thing to remember is is to breathe. And I do it also like I know when I'm you know my work, I'm usually on my computer and just racing through my contracts and my emails and and that kind of thing. And I always forget to breathe. Like I just notice I hold my breath up so shallow, like in just the upper part of my chest. And that when I do take those moments and sit back and take a deep, you know, a deep breath. Suddenly, the whole the whole mood and pace of how I'm working just slows down and becomes much easier. You know, like I always, like when I was thinking of the summer breeze, it was like when you're running, you can't really catch the breeze, and you're not sure if it's if it's wind that you're creating from running or if it is the that that beautiful, relieving summer breeze that 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 comes that that signals a sigh of relief, that signals the end in sight. So I think that is that is so key and a perfect a perfect tie in back to back to Masha's talk as well and just finding that, that inner time out um for your day. And following your feelings, I mean, come on, we, we we're so we're such emotional beings and so many of us shut down our emotions and just turn on that logical side of ourselves in terms of just what we have to do that we're so cut off from the emotions. I mean, I'm such an emotional, sensitive person. I can pick up on, you know, how other people are feeling are feeling and um work a lot from that core space of of feelings and when people are cut off from their feelings like nothing else will be as magical as you can can imagine. So I think that that is such a core thing, and I, I would love to hear some more tips from you about how to really get to um, get to your your feelings and on your intuitive path. Um, well, the thing that I like to do is just to, to take a moment and really, you know, sit back and just and be like a witness to your feelings. You know, like you know, kind of separate yourself a little bit and and you know, look at and notice how you're feeling and, and try and think about where is this really coming from, you know. Um, is it, you know, that this person just cut you off in traffic or is it that you had, you know, um, an argument with your husband that morning? You know, what's, what, you know what's, what's actually bothering you in this moment? And just to, you know, to, to then to feel it, really do let it kind of wash over you and, and, you know, accept it and know that it's okay and then, you know, to let it go, um, especially if it's, a, if it's a negative feeling, to, to let it go and, and not let it um, hold you back and not let it block you from receiving your, your good. Um, so, yeah. And what are your key um, signifiers, though, to when you're being pulled? Mm, I feel it in my gut. And um, I don't know. I've gotten pretty good at knowing knowing um, where I'm feeling pulled. And I, you know, I'll use an example of of denying it. <laughs> last night, last night, I'm I'm actually in the midst of of writing a book, and and so last night I had decided that um, I was going to take some time for myself. And um, you know, I set the intention that I was going to have a glass of wine and watch a movie. And um, my daughter. Uh, was not down with that intention. <laughs> she uh, she was still up at 10:30 at night, and you know, I the whole time I, I'm pushing aside this this voice, my inner guide that's saying, "Just lie down with her. Just lie down with her." But my my ego is saying, "You deserve this time out. You deserve this this time to yourself." And so finally, you know, 10:30 at night, I decide I give in, and of course, she's asleep in no time. So you know, um, I think I think knowing uh, the difference between the two is is you know really good. 
that's a really good tool to to know that you know your inner guide is always going to be loving in nature and is always going to be calm and um, you know just uh, subtle. But um, your ego can be very insistent and um, you know wants to always give justifications. So uh, that's how I I know the difference. And now I just need to listen <laughs> all the time. It's, it's, it's hard to distinguish that too. I mean, one next time your daughter's up at ten thirty at night, you can just tell her to call my daughter. Cause <laughs> <laughs> my kids are always up late. We're, you know, I always joke that if there was like a pre-K. Kid, you know, pre-K night school, my kids would be enrolled. Oh man! So, oh, we're so not morning people. But, um, you know, but and I'm, I'm glad you took that the step further because some people would say like it's easy to notice when your kids are pulling on you because they're more obvious by it, where they'll come up and they will scream in your face and they will pull on your literally on your clothes and on your body, mm-hmm. um, and mommy, mommy, and start crying. You know, that's the obvious. But how you address it coming from you know different aspects of your of yourself and how you can handle a situation um with a kid whether it be you know a firm hand or kid gloves is is so is so important in basically every action that we take with our children to know how we are handling it and how it's feeling to us and where it's coming from from your own reaction as well as where it's going to lay in the receptive receptivity of your child Mm -hmm. and yeah and I think that is a really really important piece because when when you were first saying about feeling feeling it in your gut and wearing your where you're pulled you know I was more um more thinking about like the external world and you know you have friends pulling you oh come here with me come bear with me do this with me do that with me and whether or not that works for you um but I think that's that that example that you said hits much more much more home in what we as parents um, work with and feel out literally every single day, you know, and particularly I think the moms in the family do create the overall emotional structure and the emotional currents um, in the family. So, so I think that, that, is, that is absolutely essential. Um, yeah, and I mean, you know, it's, especially with kids, it can be it can be difficult. I find um, dealing with situations with my children, disciplining is especially difficult in front of other people, because you know what's acceptable at home in our home may not be acceptable in someone else's house. And how do you, you know, how do you deal with that with your kids, and, and so that they know that they're they're safe no matter where they are, and that they can be consistent. But um, you know, I, I just, I, that's when I really do try and go with my gut and, you know, feel out the situation. But uh, it's, it's not always easy, you know, because other, other people's expectations can, can influence you. But, you know, ultimately, this is your child and your responsibility, and you need to deal with it how you feel best. So, yeah, I, I think we get, um, get very tied up and and I'm always monitoring too if if what I'm I'm doing and saying and how we're acting at home, you know, is that quote appropriate in in the outside world. Mm-hmm. Um it might not be appropriate everywhere. I mean, everywhere you go has a sort of its own little unwritten um guidelines to how you're supposed to quote behave. Um but, you know, my core thing is how how do my kids feel um, you know, they know their P's and Q's, but how, how are they feeling in it? You know, do they feel awkward? Do they feel um, supported? Do they feel strong? Where's their, where's their own core, no matter where in the world that, that we take them to? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, that's great. And can they follow that? And your next point of, of you know, to allow, you know, go where the current carries you, you know, that, that's, so, that's so part of the surrendering process that we have so much so much resistance towards and if we did just go where the current allows us i think um i think people would be much much happier although you know i know melissa is probably like cringing as far as like no she needs to have a a plan and a guide and a course and a goal um but i i firmly believe like that if we tap into our feelings first and we know when something's right that that creates its own current. It almost like expands your awareness 
um, and your receptivity to something new. And it could be something as simple about um, about thinking of a different culture and going to traveling to see it. You know, I think that's probably the, the strongest example of how quickly that you're hit um, with how how easy and open you can be in a, in a different environment and how um, a different structure um, and, and culture may be. So, you know, exposure, I think, here is, is key in terms of building your own trust in your own flow um, about allowing it. Yeah, and I think, you know, it's also knowing, too, that everything that comes to you is coming to you for a reason, that, right. you know, we all have lessons to learn and that by resisting it, you're only pushing it down further down the line. That lesson needs to be learned. So whether you learn it now or you learn it later, it's going to come, you know, regardless. But I think by allowing and allowing that flow, it just it makes us it makes the whole process so much easier. And you're always prepared, even if you you don't think you are, you are. And and that's you know again, it comes back to to faith, knowing that you're guided and and knowing that the universe wants what's best for you and that um you know we are we are here to serve and that the other thing is is that you know we have this kind of um pompous notion that we know what's best for us and that you know <laughs> you know the we uh, who could create our lives better than we could and right. the thing is that we we're constantly co-creating and that you know the universe has a much bigger grander plan uh, than you could ever come up with. And that doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to be rich and famous, but it does mean that you're going to make the most impact that you possibly could and that you're going to help the most people that you possibly could and you're going to learn all the lessons that you need to learn if you allow. Right, and I, and thank you for saying that. I mean, I see it is is that um, the key to being rich and famous is feeling as fulfilled as you can feel. Sure. And it's not by it's not by external forces. It's by moving forward in your your own um, you know from your own authentic center and having that power radiate out. And when you're radiating out, that's when you're serving and you're protecting and and helping others. And you know, when you're saying, yeah, when when man plans, God laughs. That's that's like the famous, <laughs> I the, love famous that. Quote, the quote around it. And you know, I've seen so many of my my grand plans, and believe me, I can I can make up some really grand designs. <laughs> Um, I, you know, seen those fall by the wayside, and then when you when that happens, and you go, huh but it brought me to a better place, it's, it's, it's magical. And, you know, building up day by day in yourself and in your, in your kids is the resiliency to basically to be able to handle anything that goes your way or to face anything that the, that the current's going to take you. You know, when you're in the ocean and the current is, is taking you and you see you're going towards the rocks, you know, having that resiliency to to navigate yourself away um, from it, and you know, and I and I see it. It's like, do we go with the flow? Are we in our own current? Do we have our own structure, or, or do we know how to basically avoid or climb a brick wall? Mm-hmm. Um, I know so many times my current has has brought me into different different way different ways, especially on my career path as far as knocking on the right doors until one one opens. And a lot of people, you know, they'll see each and every interview that they might go on and that they don't get the job as a failure. But I totally see that as a stepping stones to building your own your own resources and building your network. Mm-hmm. Um because you never know and it's such like a a matching process of really mirroring where you're going to be working and what you're going to be doing and your expression in this life, um, you know, that has to mirror up. Is it right for you? Is it right for whoever you're working with? And if it's if you don't find it in door number one, two, three, or a thousand, you know, build your own door. You know, obviously right. you're not you're looking in the wrong area. 
And my my slaps have not been subtle. Like when I get slapped in the face, it's usually very dramatic and very obvious. And that's happened to me in a career in, in my career as well as in relationships. Like sometimes you know a relationship ends and it can be very dramatic. But I see the the repression bit and and taking those steps. You know that's where I see it, it gets dangerous when you don't deal with your stuff and comes out at a later state and usually a much more much more dramatic and impactful and negative space, you know, whether it be illness, whether it be an accident, whether it be some sort of tragedy. And, I mean, you think of so many people and their path to spirituality, usually it's through going through some sort of trauma or tragedy, and then all of a sudden they see the light. You know, I'm really working to, you know, especially with my children and with my, you know, obviously my my friends don't have a choice and my family, so we can all work things out and deal with them as they come up so they don't get repressed and it doesn't come out in a larger, more, more negative, more negative way. Yeah, that's interesting that you bring that up because that, you know, I mentioned that my spiritual awakening started by, by watching The Secret, but what I, you know, the context of that was that myself, my husband, my brother, and my parents and my uncle were involved in a multi-million dollar lawsuit at the time. And it was, uh, you know, it was a very dark time in my family. You know, um, we didn't have billions of dollars to pay this corporation, and uh, it was it was bitter. And you know, you're a lawyer, so I think you can understand the, the kind of talk that goes back and forth that that was just so foreign to us. And uh, you know, we just couldn't believe the things that that people were saying. You know, there were people that were. Uh, lying, and uh, there was, uh, you know, just a lot of negativity going along, going around. But, you know, we absolutely attracted that situation. You know, my parents owned a company, and it was bought out by a big corporation, and we, none of us, I, I had worked for this company, my husband worked for the company, and my brother, and obviously, you know, my parents owned it. Um, and so we had a lot of... In, in, invested in that company, a lot of emotion invested in it. And when they took it over and they weren't dealing with it the way that we thought that they should, that's that's all we ever talked about, you know, and it was just this negative pit that we were in all the time that right. eventually brought on this lawsuit. So, but, you know, moving back to, to waking up, that's, you know, when I realized that, that, you know, we had attracted this situation with our thoughts and our feelings, it, it was just, of course, you know, it made complete sense to me. So um, it was actually very healing. You know, it's yeah. all over now, and we look back and and I mean, talk about being smacked over the head. That was a right. you know a huge lesson. Yeah, the you know lawsuits generally happen. Like you know, big corporations are different, but lawsuits usually happen when when we get into a very toxic space. Yeah. Um, and you know. I could do a whole, and we we will do a whole show on on specifically that. But you know, again, like, and you know, obviously there are things going on within your family and around money and about working together, and that you were all emotionally so invested. Obviously, you know, undercurrents with what um, you know your just general family dynamics. And I, you know, I hear stories about that all the time, and especially in law school, you know, a lot of a lot of stories, um, you know, mostly mostly in my wills class, which <laughs> people when you know somebody died and people are clamoring over the estate, where all of that come comes to roost. And you know what? I don't I don't want my family scrambling and killing themselves when when I go. You know, I, I want us to be working together as a family unit while we're all here. Um, to be pre- fully present and, and with ourselves and to keep our, our spaces clean. Are we going to be able to filter out everything? Probably not. <laughs> a, lot goes, yeah. a lot goes on in one day in a family. Um, and, you know, there, there's no way you can be everything to everyone, in, including your, yourself, all the time. You know, that's why we're here. Once we're, we are able to, to do that and be in the most enlightened space all the time, you know, we move on. So, you know, this, this this is kind of like our, you know, earth is our earth plane is kind of our um, – our lifelong science lab, <laughs> so oh, yeah. speak, you know, mm-hmm. and um, 
you know, but again, like what you're saying about, you know, allowing and and not repressing, it's just it's just so important to be as on top of it, but but not make yourself neurotic about it because people can easily go the other way and overanalyzing overanalyzing everything, but I think it comes back to back to the intuition and and trusting your gut about where you're at and and you know when something's complete. Like I knew when when I was studying for a test if I passed it and did well. Like, you know, you just you just know. It just feels positive. Um I know when I'm doing doing something in business or talking to a friend and something's not quite feeling right or even if I um RSVP to a party but I know somewhere like something's not not right and then on the day like my son gets sick and I can't go. You know, like you have these these markers in yourself and people just really need to to trust them a little bit better, especially when we're talking in, in this economy where people are out there working in these structures and and pounding the pavements day after day and finding that their their fortunes are, are gone anyway. Or <laughs> it's you know it's it's not you know the, the something about the monetary system is not is not working and it's not sustainable. So you know what happens when all of that is gone? You know you're still going to be here and you're still going to look in the mirror and you're still going to look at your children what's that common that common thread and where where are you at you know in your own developmental process and you know and like you said you know know that you have enough time to do this work to get it all done and to get everything that you want accomplished or that you know the master master divine plan wants for you to <laughs> to accomplish that everything will happen in its time Exactly. And that's a hard one. That's a really hard one for me because I'm, I've always been, you know, my mom always says that, you know, even when I was younger, I was like a, a, a black stallion and she was behind me pulling the reins because I always wanted to have 50 things done before I started my first. You know, right. That's just, that's just my nature. Just uh, even even at. Yeah, even now with with Mama's pearls and building this, it's like okay, it should be you know it should be this and it should be that and we'll have this and it's like okay, I, you know I see the end game, I have the the intent for it, I have holding the space for it, you know I see what it looks like, I'm breathing, I'm doing my meditation, and I see the every single every single show and blog that we do as as part of that meditation process feel for me and feeling out like where where the real juice is and what we're doing. But again, I'm allowing whatever comes to us as far as opportunities to come, you know, but mm-hmm. I really, you know, I think people the flip side of it is is in going with the flow is it doesn't mean to you know, and when you say give up the struggle, it doesn't mean to give up. It's not like I'm just giving up and laying down and dying. Like it just means to to stop to stop the struggle and be in yeah. the present moment and 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 like you said, just allow the forces to to take you into the flow. Allow yourself to catch that that summer breeze. Exactly, and I think you know that's why setting the intention is is so important because eventually you're going to have to surrender. So, it, but it's much easier and much more peaceful and wonderful if you set the intention yourself instead of circumstances doing that for you. You know, like you you mentioned the the uh, example of you know someone who who's maybe lost their job and is out there pounding the pavement looking for something and having you know door slammed in their face. Um, I think you know you can keep trying to force that. And, you, you know, I understand that that's a very desperate situation, but I think also that desperation leads us eventually to to surrender because, um, right. you know, um, and when we, that's that's when miracles happen, really, is when, when we let everything go, let go, whether willingly or, or not, you know, so. And so, much, so many of us try to hold on onto things, whether it be a thing, a person, a job, a situation that ha- has run its course. You know the the breeze, the breeze that summer breeze that only lasts for a few fleeting moments, and then it's gone. Um, and the same thing with certain certain people, places, and things in our lives. We're only supposed to have that 
quick experience and that refreshing experience. So, um, so I I think that this was really really helpful, you know, especially for me, um, just in hearing it and being reminded of it. And you know, I see the the natural part of us is is wanting to push for our kids and what's best for our family. But, you know, I really see it as, as, as pay close attention to not only your process but your kid's process and what their nature is. And if your kid is really, like, you know, a superstar in computers in that world, like, don't force him to go be David Beckman in soccer when he's really showing signs that he's like the next Bill Gates. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, so you know, I want to close out this, the substantive portion of Mama's Pearls, and I'm, I'm really grateful that you were with us, Danielle, to, to take us through, through this process that, that you have. Um, and introducing us a little bit to the work that you do within your own support groups um, in Canada. What is, what is the best way for people to find you and get in touch with you? Uh, that would be my website, uh, daniellebunstra.com. Okay, wonderful. Okay, so now we're going to move into our fun Come Tell Mama section. Okay, so a little bit, a little bit of a switching gears. But when you have your your free time, what what is your luxury indulgence? Reading. <laughs> I love to read. Cool. Yeah, that's that is my thing. That's very cool. Okay, which of the following would you choose? The best sex of your life, the best meal of your life, or the best sleep of your life? Hmm. That's a good question. <laughs> uh, oh, sex. Mm-hmm. We, we've been we've been on a roll with the sex lately. I'm gonna tell you. <laughs> <laughs> what is your favorite movie genre? Oh, um, comedy, romance, horror, action, sci-fi, period, spiritual. Period. Yeah, mm. I love period films. Cool. So you're like, do you like it for the history, the costumes, the all of the above, romanticism? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take it. Um, <laughs> when it comes to food, do you prefer sweet or salty? Um, salty. Hmm. What do you consider your most beautiful feature? Uh, the first thing that came to me was my eyes, so I'll keep with that. Awesome. And what is the best advice that your mama gave you? Oh, um, hmm, that's a good one. Um, probably just to, um, just to relax. <laughs> I just Love remember it. her saying and picturing her saying that all through my for my childhood to just relax, which I would take it to be is just, you know, go with the flow. So, That's perfect. Yeah. Like can it be more perfect? Now you know, how were you as a child? Uh I was um a people pleaser. Um, you know, always had to get the best grades and, you know, loved being uh, praised and encouraged and, you know, um yeah, that was me. I was, you know, I'm the oldest. I just have a younger brother, and uh, I loved being with adults and and you know hearing their their praise and all of that. Now, what are your kids' temperaments? So, my uh, my daughter is a free spirit, very emotional creature. My son is uh, like a sixty year old man in a two year old body. <laughs> he's so laid back, nothing phases him. He just loves and he's so in the moment. Love it. Love it. That's awesome. Thank you, Danielle, for being with us and sharing this hour with our Mama's Pearls community. I am I'm very happy to to know you and to continue to get to know and and evolve with you as time goes on. I'd love to have you back. Um back again to to share more more tips and guidance with us and I really, I really appreciated this. Yeah, thank you so much. I'm, I'm just uh, very thankful to be on. Wonderful, thank you. And Melissa? Yes, I'm still here. Any, any uh, good takeaways for you? No, there's been a lot of great takeaways, and I think a lot of, um, you know, when we talk about the spiritual presence, it's also if you apply it to physical stuff, 
if it applies to physical, it should apply to our spirit as well. So the don't force it analogy actually comes where I would take the key and I would jam it in the door and it would wiggle and it wasn't opening the door and my grandfather was always paranoid that I was going to break the key in the door and then we'd be like locked out of the house and it would be a complete mess. So when he would say don't force it, it was more of a physical thing, but the truth was, the truth is if you do force it, if you took the key out and you put it in slowly and let it go or just didn't rush through it, the door would open. And so although this is a physical analogy, I've applied it to every movement or practice or problem in my life, and it always applies. If I feel like I'm wiggling the key too hard, it means I'm not doing it right, so I need to take a step back and either do it later or just do it slower at a slower pace. So it's interesting. You know, I'm a more practical person, but definitely I've always seen it from a more um, – even though it's a physical thing, it, it definitely applies to life and how I go through it. I love it. I love it. And, I mean, you tell it to me all the time. You know, you, always <laughs> I, you know my model, don't force it. <laughs> yes. And sometimes I, I used to, and I'm going to put this in the M-Gems as my opening, but I used to, I, I know how many of us have great conversations with our hairdressers. And um, I once was having a conversation with her, and we talked about it, and I, I said to her, you know, don't force it. And she goes, yeah, I need to embrace it. And I said, ah, I like that, part two, embrace it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Sometimes if you, show up hour, if you show up hour late, um, if you're an hour late to a, par- to a party or some sort, you just have to embrace that. There's nothing you can do to change that. Um, there's a Yiddish proverb, you can't change the wind, but you can adjust your sail. And uh, mm-hmm. that helps me get through the stress sometimes. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to hang up and, and go to my second job, but it was great talking. <laughs> Back to our day jobs, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> you close up, and I'll see you guys soon. Take care, everyone. Thanks, Bye. honey. Bye. Exactly. And that's Melissa. So, okay, thank you again, Daniela. I really appreciate it. And everyone, it's time to get back to your day jobs or back to your family. You can find this broadcast and any other of the past segments at Mama's Pearls in the archives at www.blogtalkradio.com slash Mama's Pearls. You can email me, Cynthia, at mamaspearls.com or melissa at mamaspearls.com. You can follow me on Twitter, which is Cintweet, C-Y-N-T-W-E-E-T. You can catch both the Mama's Pearls and the M's Gems blogs at www.mamaspearls.com. And this is Cynthia of Mama's Pearls reminding to you, enjoy your children, enjoy your family, say I love you. And remember to take it in stride and go with your own unique flow. And you, too, will catch that fleeting summer breeze. Thank you again, Daniela. And everybody, have a wonderful week.